Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We're going to see Will Brown Coca-Cola racing by Erebus. Will Brown is absolutely flying there at the moment and the numbers are right on target. Will Brown takes his fourth career armor or pole. Today, car number nine for Coca-Cola Racing by Erebus and the new championship leader, Will Brown. Barrett said it best himself. He is the new championship leader and he's the only one that seems to rule the streets of Townsville outside the North Queensland Cowboys. So please welcome back to the driver's seat, one of the most patient drivers in pit lane, the one and only <laughs> Will Brown. How are we, Will? Oh, no. No, no, he's it. Easy. Oh, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are working beautifully tonight, oh let me God. tell you. Man, we are, as Nimsy rightly put it, Will, we are having a Cam Waters evening, a technical Cam Waters <laughs> evening when it comes to the driver's seat. Hey, orange hair, orange numbers, working beautifully, son. You're in the lead of the championship. Congrats. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Uh, you know, didn't expect this at the start of the year, so uh, you know it's, uh, we're hoping that we can do this. But to be leading the championship at the halfway point is uh, is phenomenal, mate. Half like orange numbers. I mean, seven points between you and Big Brody. That's uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, I think I reckon you boys are going to be probably costing Erebus more in orange numbers, orange and yellow numbers throughout the next few rounds than than anything else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a hard one because it's about that consistency as well and uh, making sure you don't have any mistakes. Unfortunately for Brody on the weekend with what happened in race one and he's qualifying, yep. that sort of was allowing me to creep my way back up. And, um, you know, I guess probably right now there's not many mistakes from Shane, Brody, Brock or myself a lot of weekends. So it seems like you only claw a few points back. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say that because... It, it is actually so close. I mean, you guys had a ripper start, um, but uh, like, it, you, uh, what I'm trying to say is you haven't gone without your issues. I mean, you had that issue uh, before in qualifying on Sunday. I mean, you, you were lucky to even make the shootout to yeah. start with. Like, we thought you were going to be starting from the back. So um, that was a mega effort by the boys uh, and girls there at Erebus to get that thing fixed and out just to even make the shootout to start with. Yeah, I was pretty nervous. I'd pretty much accepted that that was a shootout done. I was really lucky not to crash on that lap because it actually went, uh, you know, right where you're at full lock going under uh, through the train tracks there at Townsville. Oh. So I was really lucky just to get out of it and um, and get enough lock into it that I missed the wall. So, um, yeah, and then for him to fix that, um, you know, they had to run in, get the uh, bracket off the other engine and to fix that um, and get me back out there. And then I just put it in the shootout. Um, it made for an exciting session, but then the shootout was, was a bit disappointing, but that's part of it. And, Will, give us a, your, your take on Gen 3 because, you know, last year I reckon in the Gen 2 car um, it was a little lean. I reckon if I look at your numbers, probably a little lean given your lofty standards and results in other categories you've done. Has the has, has swapping to the, the Camaro been a bit of a game changer for you? 
Yeah, it has been. I think it's just one of those things. It's like Carrera Cup now. Like, you know, you can, you've just got a car and you can set it up. You can't develop it and all of that sort of stuff. Where it was hard for us, you know, our cars, uh, you know, were getting quite old. They were probably five years old. Where Triple Eight, you know, generally they'll only do maximum two seasons in a car, um, yeah. you know, and sell them. So they just were a bit ahead of us and, and they were ahead of all of the field by, by the end of last year. And, um, you know, I think now it goes more back on the on the drivers and, and engineers, really how well you work with your engineer and how well you drive it. Hey, mate, uh, everyone's just thinking, oh, new, Will Brown's so new to the series, you know, like he hasn't been in here that long. And I guess you haven't, but do you know that you're going to clock up 100 race starts <laughs> this year at the Gold Coast? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, you know, I was just <laughs> thinking the other day, this is my third year in the category. I remember... Um, you know, I was actually talking with Dave Ellis, who helps me out a lot, uh, you know, and uh, pretty much my manager. And uh, I remember when we were trying to get me a seat back in, you know, 2019, 2020 into the main game. And now I'm going, you know, three years. It's uh, it's quite amazing. Um, talk to me. I want to roll back just a little bit to Darwin. You guys really seem to struggle a bit in Darwin. Um, and then, you've, you know, I think... I don't know, there was some talk around the paddock and there were some pundits that were sitting there saying, oh, you see, everyone's now caught up to Erebus. You know, they've had, their, they've had their good run now. Now they're coming back to the field. Then you've come out again and had an absolute ball terror at, uh, at uh, Townsville. What happened in Darwin? What was the sort of a – it was weird not to see you guys super competitive. Yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, you know, I don't know – what exactly it was up there? We've seen other years where Triple Eight don't don't win every weekend and and that sort of stuff. And I'm not sure up at Darwin. We just uh, made the best of a of a bad weekend, which is what you've got to do in the championship. And yeah, we weren't as competitive. Um, we struggled a lot up there, um, especially with understeer. And and then we we're able to uh, to sort of work together and improve that. And I think that's the best thing in these cars. We're starting to learn the ways to improve understeer, oversteer, and all those ones, and what what works for us. Um, and, you know, I don't think we know everything about these cars yet, but we're really getting on top of them. So um, it's making it that you can sort of hopefully roll out and do a good job each weekend. Well, mate, well, you have been doing that because, yes, you had a, a little hiccup in, in Darwin, but mm. for me, watching the races Saturday and Sunday, your cars, the Erebus cars, are the fastest. They're the fastest in race trim, no mm. doubt. Mm. You obviously... Uh, were um, you know obviously both you and Brody were quick in in qualifying on the on the different days, but um, man, your cars in race trim seem to be um, just that one little step ahead of the other, especially over a long run. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, me don't go telling me that it's all how good you are driving and <laughs> saving your tyres and all that BS either. <laughs> your cars are good. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> I think on Saturday the car actually allowed me to do what SVG used to do. I knew I had enough yep. pace um, yep. so I could have a gap and then I would just come out and just um, make sure that I, I just saved my tyres until someone caught me and then just drive it fast enough to wear their tyres off until they started losing time. So pretty much I was able to do exactly what he does just by having a fast car and, uh, mm. and you know, thinking about it more than just going out and burning the tyres off it. But um I think if you were to look at my lap times out the gate compared to someone like Reynolds and those sort of people that caught me a lot, um, I was just saving tyres, and that's what allowed me to go so much faster at the end. Yeah. Hey, uh, Will, I want to <laughs> I want to talk about Saturday night up at Townsville because like oh, I've got, go. I got I got <laughs> <laughs> I got I got no not out at a pub that was Sunday <laughs> night that I I heard all the stories about Sunday night. Uh, 
I've got kids, and um, you know, when you've got kids at home, sometimes you you can't play favourites. Obviously, you've just you've got to be gentle with both of them. You've got to be diplomatic sometimes. Which I know your team manager Barry Ryan is about the most undiplomatic person on the planet. <laughs> it's one of the things we love about him. Um, how did you go about taking the orange stickers off Brody's car and whacking the orange <laughs> stickers on your car without having any upset moments? Did Bro- was Brody involved in the discussion, or did yeah, you boys just head off and they did he it was behind you? There, and I just walked over to his car and pulled one of the nines off and put it on mine. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. it was and <laughs> not at all. Um, I think Barry did that, but I put up a photo and uh, and Brody sent me a nice little message on Instagram and said "f you." <laughs> <laughs> There's been a few, uh, there's been a few of those sort of uh, messages going back and forward when I put that up, and he might, he'll photocrop something in over a trophy, and uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he, uh, yeah, it's been quite funny going back and forth uh, between us both, but um, yeah, there's, I don't know, like it hasn't really, you know, everyone goes on, you know, it'll kick off, and, and we'll both want to, you know, beat each other and that, and and we both do want to beat each other, but there's been no sort of rivalry there or anything like that. We're both just. Uh, you know, racing hard and, and are happy for each other. Well, I think I, I don't think anybody actually, I mean, it's all well and good to have the orange number, but it's you need to have it after the last ra- round. Yeah, correct. So <laughs> I don't think anyone actually really wants it at the moment mid-year through the year because when you get them, you don't seem to win any races. Yeah, I know. That's the hardest part is that, uh, you know, I think Brody was uh, was happy to lose it for a bit and reckons next round will be better. But uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it's pretty cool to be leading the championship anyway. I'll take them. Hey, mate, um, just thinking of the next round too at Sydney Motorsport Park, it's sort of a track that's, I guess, not too dissimilar in, in my eyes to, say, Darwin, that style of corner and that sort, sort, of, sort of grip level. Are you Are you guys sort of working hard and trying to nut out what actually happened in Darwin so that you can hopefully go to Sydney and, and, and not have a car that, you know, as you said, understeers through that sort of style of corner? Yeah, it's hard. But, uh, yeah, we are. But it's hard, as you know, is that, mm. you, you know, you go away and you go, oh, yeah, we think these are the reasons why why we weren't quick on the weekend. And you put it down to that. But if you tried that thing on, on Darwin weekend, it might not have worked anyway. Um, yep. So... It's it's very hard. You do nut out. You try and work out. You go through the debrief stage. You know what you do there, and trying to trying to work out what actually was the problem. But sometimes you don't know. But um, you know, we we tested at Sydney at the start of the year, and even though I'm sure everyone's gotten better since then, we were quick there. Um, we were pretty happy with the setups there at the start of the year, and even looking back on that now and and the footage and data, it seemed quite good. So um, yeah, we're not too concerned heading into Sydney, but we're still making sure we do do the work to uh to make sure we roll out strong. Will, let's just park supercars off to the side for a second and focus on the other category that you're competing in this year, which is Super Cheap Auto TCR. Uh, off to Queensland Raceway, just down the range from your joint. Um, give us your thoughts on the the season so far. You've, I think, missed one race. You missed Winton. Winton. Yep. Um, but yep. I think young Clay Richards jumped into your car from memory there. Um, did pretty well. What's your, what's your thoughts going into QR? Uh, yeah, well, hopefully we have a better start. We didn't get any races in at Tasmania. And then, uh, you know, Phillip Island, we had problems all weekend with electrical dramas and then diff dramas. So I actually haven't really, I haven't done a proper race this year in that car, um, just due to, just due to, um, unfortunate circumstances. So we sat out, uh, Winton to try and ho- hopefully get the car a bit better and do a test day. And, uh, and I was 
uh, planned to go to America anyway with Erebus. So that sort of worked out. And, yeah, hopefully when we get back in the car at uh, Ipswich, we can have a much better run. I was going to say, the other thing I want before we let you go, <laughs> give us a little driver's seat exclusive here. Is your teammate going to go and run the road the road course at Indy for NASCAR? Now we've seen Shane Van Gisbergen come home with boatloads of money and I reckon a new contract's not too far away from uh, from being presented on the desk. We're going to see Brody in a NASCAR at Indy, Roval? Is that what we're going to see? Oh, I don't talk to him very much, so I'm unsure. <laughs> well played. You're full of crap. Well played. <laughs> no, one's listening. no one's listening, mate. They're all watching State of Origin, so you can yeah, say whatever you want. You know, I'm up here watching State of Origin, and you guys drag me on, buddy. What, don't you guys watch it? <laughs> it's, in fact, as we sit here in the studio um, on the Gold Coast, we are watching it. Queenslander is up 6-0, uh, so we're very happy with that. Hey, did you fly up to, to Townie, or did you did you fly uh, up uh, as in? Yeah, flew right. back from Townsville. It's quite lucky my brother flew my family up on Friday, so I flew up commercial and then was able to come back with them on Sunday night. So I love flying around. It makes the weekend quite uh, quite fun. It's uh, you know something I enjoy doing as well is the flying, so get to fly home and, and be a part of that as well. Very nice. I mean, like obviously with with flying, I mean it's a it's a full on thing, and I mean I know you and I have spoken about it, you know, just uh, off air. And um, there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of stuff you got to do, a lot of stuff you got to study. I mean, is it actually hard to try to keep flying, keeping your hours up in between doing what you've got to, you know, do as a professional race driver? Yeah, it is sometimes, but um, oh, New South Wales just scored. Um, we saw that. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, um, it is, it is as well. Um, but you know, I do enough flying like today. You know, with the car out, I still work in the car with the family. I dropped off a staff member to pick up a car in Brisbane in the plane, um, and I still use it a fair bit for work. But I've actually, uh, you know, that I haven't put up on my Instagram yet. I bought a pit special the other day, which is a full aerobatics plane. So oh. I've got to get myself. It's a single seater. You wear a parachute in it and that, and go up and go nuts. So. I'm just wow. uh, getting that brought back over from Perth now. So that'll be something that, you know, I might look at competing, uh, doing a bit of competition aerobatics in in the future. Um, so, yeah, I'll have my work cut out for me in that one. And, well, I tell you what. Well, he is mates with Matt Hall, so that you makes are a lot of sense. Hall. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you yeah, watched yeah. the coverage of, uh, of the Silverstone Grand Prix just yet? I, I watched uh, the, the catch-up one, yeah, on KO. Yep. Well, if you watch the full coverage, you'd see that young Georgie Russell, who drives a Mercedes, yes. obviously, he got to go up, I think it was in an RAF, is it Typhoon or a Tornado Typhoon jet, whatever their yeah, jet I, is. I, some people were telling me about this. Yeah, they reckon Mate. it was awesome. Mate, that, that's we, we've got to get we've got to get Will Brown up into a Lightning or into a uh, Super Hornet, I reckon. That's what you've got yeah, to do. Yeah. None of this aerobatic yeah, stuff. Let's get you into an, an RAAF Super Hornet out of uh, out of Amberley when you do your TCR round at QR. That's the go. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I wonder if, uh, wonder if Barry would sign off on that one. My honest opinion is have some balls and do it yourself. Sounds well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get forgiveness and permission, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> true that. Oh, that's true. Well, you've been incredibly patient with us tonight, mate. And uh, if you think you have bad days on the racetrack, well, you just witnessed a bad one on radio. So, happens considering one of our listeners has messaged in and said, wow, the start of your show is about as good as Thomas Randall's start at the bend in 2022. <laughs> 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 Ouch. Uh, <laughs> we love you, Tommy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
But we'll appreciate it, mate. Uh, enjoy the rest of Origin. Enjoy the bit of a break you have. Go well at, jeez, uh, you've got a fair bit on your plate. Enjoy QR for the TCR and uh, go well at uh, Sydney Motorsport Park. And hopefully we'll see those orange numbers when we get to Adelaide as well. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs>